0: this week it wouldn't be RV Miles and it wouldn't be Jason and Abby if something dramatic didn't happen. We've been gone for a little bit maybe you've noticed so we are going to recap on this episode what the last two or three weeks has looked like for us plus we've got our fresh tank black tank and just a little bit of news for you. This is RV Miles.
1: This podcast is sponsored by L.L. Bean who makes it easy and fun to simply step outside. That might mean breaking a speed record in a rugged, built-for-fun sonic snow tube, walking an extra block in a warm, weather-resistant down jacket, or just taking a breath on your doorstep before cozying up in a quilted sweatshirt. For however you experience the outdoors, shop clothing and gear at llbean.com. Be an outsider. Welcome to episode 234 of RV Miles, I'm Jason.
0: And I'm Abby, and we are two full-time travelers who, along with our three boys, have been crisscrossing North America on one epic road trip since 2016. Here at RV Miles, we talk all things RV and outdoors, from RV news to travel destinations, our national parks, and so much more.
1: I am, uh, if I'm in in a bit of the the deeper radio voice today. (laughs) Uh, I'm recovering from pneumonia, It just been a lot of fun. Yeah, I guess
0: what, uh, surprise alert, I don't know that at this point there's too many people who didn't know that we did uh, finally share it late last week when we got an official diagnosis of it.
1: I had just fever day after day and I thought it was COVID, took a COVID test, didn't, uh, didn't come back positive and uh just didn't know what it was, and the fevers just kept coming and um and they were strong and then i would <laughs> they would break, and I would have these awful sweats, or I'd drench my clothes like thirty times a day
0: so if you keep talking about this, which we totally can, what do you want yeah. to talk about in the B block because yeah. you're well, about well, to just... Oh, we got
1: all kinds of stuff to talk about this <laughs> <You're>... <laughs> isn't even
0: this isn't That's even a... the
1: beginning of it
0: no anyway, it's... so
1: i you know i I had pneumonia, I went to the hospital, they diagnosed it didn't stay. They gave me some meds. I'm recovering and I'm doing a lot better, but I got a cough and I've got <laughs>
0: You're still, yeah. you still get a little exhausted from time to time. If I sound like I am working in a lower register, it is not because I have pneumonia. It is because of what is going to be my fresh tank. I will talk about that in a little bit, but uh, I thought, and we kind of thought we would just, as we get into this episode, because it's sort of like trying to get our our legs back a little bit. Sitting back down here and trying to do this feels a little weird after almost three weeks away.
1: We have been trying to dribble out the content that we can. We put out a uh, a news episode on the National Parks podcast as well as a, a video um, that was sort of part of that, not the full news, but uh, covering the proposed fees coming to the Great Smoky Mountains National Park. We actually happen to be in the Great Smoky Mountains, which was a great part of our last few weeks as well. But they are proposing parking fees at all the parking areas in the park because they can't charge an admission fee into the park. And they were having a public comment period, which is over now. But uh, you can expect next year that there will be parking fees. And they're talking about reducing the available parking in the park as well. So
0: we didn't talk too much about our own kind of personal thoughts on this in the news video it's not really something we touch on a lot but I thought it might be interesting maybe to touch on a few things that stood out to us and I think the one thing there's two for me uh one the no longer allowing um roadside parking which I understand the reason for but we already have an issue in this park with being able to park
1: yeah I would I would guess that half of the parking in the park is People parking on the roadside
0: yeah and you know someone in the comments on YouTube left a suggestion and I you know my first reaction was I think that is a great idea and what they said was why are you not metering the parking that you have and then that way the person who gets the actual parking spot gets to pay for it and if you can't find parking then what is the point of being able to buy a parking yeah. pass? So let's say you buy this parking pass, right? Like you buy it for the year or whatever, and you go into the park, you're on your vacation, and you're not getting there in enough time to do these hikes. And we saw that time and time and time and time again as we were driving to Kate's Cove, as we were doing the uh, motor Ford truck river, what is the name of it? Roaring
1: Fork Motor Nature Trail.
0: Thank you. As we were doing, <laughs> that is not the easiest name to remember. But I kept thinking to myself, you know, how does this work if you pay for this and then you really, genu- you know, you genuinely don't get to use it because there's nowhere to park. Yeah. So why not meter it?
1: It's a, it's a, it's a, it, there's a lot of problems in that park with the number of people that go there and the very limited services and, and, uh, parking facilities available. Uh, they've got to do something. I, I think maybe this is going to help somewhat, but it is. Going to continue to be a challenge for them. It's not going to solve the problem. I don't think.
0: No, and I'm I'm not sure yet how I feel about um, any pass: the America the Beautiful pass, Access pass, Senior pass, all of that. None of that would apply to this uh, fee. I, and I'm back and forth on that. I'm not going to say I disagree yeah. or agree with it, but I I you know I feel like in a way it concerns me that this could open up a door to more fees like this that the pass will stop covering at other parks right and then that really does price out a lot it can potentially price out a demographic that yeah and the fees be able to enjoy the the parking
1: fees are fairly affordable but they're going to have to come up with some other things though and i think you know maybe they can consider doing uh, a fee to drive the cades cove loop you know stuff like that Might make a little bit more sense. Timed entry for Cadesco, for sure. A timed Um, entry for Cadesco. But it, it is a problem because the park is on the border of two states and it is a major route between the two states goes right through it and all that sort of stuff. So they have a lot of challenges ahead of them at Great Smoky Mountains National Park.
0: A lot. And I think proposed parking fee really actually means parking fee.
1: Yeah. It's it's happening. It's (laughs) it's happening.
0: Uh, There's no, there's no other way around (laughs) it. So we do have that. You can listen to the whole National Park News over on the America's National Parks podcast or if you just want to snippet of the history of the park uh, why they can't charge an entrance fee and then also what this proposed is about, you can go over to our YouTube video and watch that. And then while you're over there, you should check out as well, a video we did several weeks ago before things got a little bit crazy and we have been wanting to talk about for a while now. And that is uh, an article and a video we did on six upgrades, that you should expect to to make almost immediately after purchasing your RV. Yeah,
1: so we're going to talk about a couple of them right here, and then Mm -hmm. you can watch the video to check out all of them. Um, And the major one that I think uh, a lot of people should consider, especially if they're going to use their RV a lot, if you don't use it, that often maybe it's not as big of a deal uh, or if you have a really high-end RV you probably already have a good one of these and that's an RV mattress replacement yes. and we got a great mattress we partnered with rvmattress.com by Brooklyn Bedding they sent us their Wanderlust mattress which is just great we were able to receive it in a campground uh unbox it in the RV, have it open up inside the RV, and you don't think about that being such a big deal because when we bought our, we we put our queen mattress into our bus conversion. N- <laughs> that was one of the hardest things the two of us have ever done together. Pull that thing in there. <laughs>
0: told you that thing was going to come out in pieces if it ever had to leave. I was going to take a chainsaw to it, and you know even so when we were in the trailer, we upgraded. The mattress as well. Um, this That mattress was considerably heavier than the one that we got from RVMattress.com and much more cumbersome. And it also happened at a time like you were in the hospital or I think actually out and we were at the hotel at the time and I had ordered this new mattress. And that got me thinking that um, we ordered that mattress while you were recovering so you could come home and have a and nice... You're
1: talking about... 2019. 2019. Just I'm to be sorry. clear, you're not yeah. talking about my recovery no, no, from no, this. No, 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 no.
0: no. 20... Yeah. <laughs> this how, time. how many conversations about no cardia can we have? <laughs> so this is 2019. And then I was realizing just now, as we were talking, we just got this new mattress here in 2022 from RVmattress.com. And we were able to get the Wonderlust a 10 inch, which is what we needed because we have a slide that comes over the bed. We get the mattress. And because the one. Our RV mattress we'd had on there with the topper, that was trashed. Your side was just hot. The topper. Hot... So we
1: bought a really nice topper, and the topper was trashed.
0: Your your side was a hot mess. It looked like a giant <laughs> U. <laughs> Thank goodness we had that because just a couple months later, there you were again needing a comfortable...
1: I spent a, about a week straight in bed.
0: Yeah. And yeah. once again, dealing with a, a bacterial with no cardia, essentially, well, um, it's
1: a, probably a different bacteria, but a maybe bac- bacterial but who, infection. Yes.
0: Who knows? I, I mean, I just think it's constantly going to be coming at us. Um, but then once again, we replaced the mattress just almost in time for you to be able to have a comfortable and safe place that we could put you and let you be and and recuperate in the comfort of your own home and i think you know that speaks to if your mattress is uncomfortable and i'm not saying you're going to get you know a brain infection or pneumonia or something like that but to replace it so that when you do have those moments when you're stuck in that bed a whole lot longer than you want to be is worth its weight in gold Um, it really really is
1: i i want to add to that you know i uh, if you're of the camp that um feels that you can't do a memory foam mattress. They're too hot. um, They're too hard, that sort of stuff. Uh, They're not hard enough. They're too soft. Uh, Take a look at some of the new memory foam mattresses out Mm -hmm. there. They are a lot better than they used to be. This one is not hot at all. I have not felt that
0: way at all. And it's considerably light as well, too. And, you know, we did have to, because we went with the 10-inch, we did have to remove the bottom piece of trim on our wardrobe and we're going to cut that down to fit because in order for the you know an eight inch mattress for those of you and we've had a lot of questions from people looking at the 37 fll and wondering how we did this we you know the eight inch the slide would have come over perfect Mm -hmm. but we felt as full timers you know we should go up to the 10 inch and we could i wish we could have gone to you know 12. yeah but if we removed that piece of trim we could make it work. But that's and, one of the
1: great things about working with a company like Brooklyn Bedding at RVMattress.com because you can choose so many different sizes. You could go yeah. out for, in a lot of RVs. You could go out and just buy a queen or king mattress from, you know, Sears or whatever store. Does Sears exist anymore? I don't know. Sears. Wow, um, Jason. You, you just totally
0: <laughs> dated yourself. You, you
1: can go buy a mattress and put it in. Sure. Uh, but often they are unique sizes. And uh, for instance, ours is a short king, um, and you, we could put a full king in, but it sort of gets floppy on the end of the bed, and having the actual the short RV yeah. king size in allows us to have extra... Uh, foot room for walking around the bed and then we can choose that thickness they have eight inches available 10 inches available okay 12, 12 and inches 14 available. yeah so you can you have lots of different options and they'll make whatever size you want so check them out and they're also giving uh 20 off to anybody that uses the code rv miles
0: yep just go over to rv mattress.com slash rv miles and you'll get 20 percent off your order now that was one of the things that we talked about on there um but i think the one that surprised people the most or made them stop that they didn't actually think about was fire extinguishers. And I wanna talk about that really quickly and then we'll we'll move on and you can go watch the rest uh, if you'd like. But fire extinguishers are incredibly important and worth the upgrade in your RV.
1: Yeah, most RVs come with a BC fire extinguisher. Fire extinguishers are rated A, B, C, and those are different types of fires. And BC is basically chemical and electrical fires does not cover wood and other sorts of combustibles like wood, paper, trash, that sort of stuff. That's an A fire extinguisher. So what you really wanna do is get an ABC fire extinguisher and perhaps several of them to put throughout your RV. We had a good suggestion from a commenter on that video too to not put your kitchen fire extinguisher. You might wanna consider getting a special kitchen fire extinguisher that works great with uh, grease fires. Don't put that under your, your kitchen sink if that's going to be in the way of you, um, you know, getting to it, if the fire is going to be in between you. and mm-hmm. that, So, for instance, in our RV, if we had a, a fire on our stovetop, mm-hmm. it could be very hard for us to get under that cabinet because the fire might be in the way. So consider those sorts of things as well.
0: If we had a fire... <laughs>
1: We should also add that the that all of these items come from an article that was written for us by our friend uh, Peggy Barthel.
0: Yes, we should mention that. Um, and we're really excited to have not only Peggy, but and Tony Tony has as been well. writing for us.
1: We have several new writers yeah. um, coming over to the website. There's going to be a lot more written content on the website. Mm-hmm. In fact, we have a new article that is going out today as we're recording this from Robin Volkning uh, that is campgrounds, RV parks uh, near Yellowstone. So if you really are planning on a Yellowstone trip this summer and you want to look at all the RV park options near the different entrances to Yellowstone, this covers all of them.
0: She's got 22 of them. I couldn't believe it. I was super impressed. So let's take a little bit of a break. We'll give your voice a little bit of a second. Mine is finally starting to warm up a bit. And when we come back, we are just going to delve into a a little bit of, of personal talk We're just gonna catch up on what's been going on with the two of us over the last few weeks. So we'll be right back.
1: Chances are you've seen them on the road. That's because Blue Ox has been designing and manufacturing some of the best towing products in the industry. Blue Ox is everywhere highways, campgrounds, anywhere you find people traveling in the great outdoors. Blue Ox produces award-winning tow bars and base plates, plus a full line of weight-distributing hitches and a new lineup of adjustable ball mounts. With Blue Ox, towing doesn't have to be a drag. To learn more about how Blue Ox can make your travel adventures even more stress-free, visit BlueOx.com.
0: All right, we are back, and we were trying to recall, actually, where we were the last time we did this podcast, which is really silly to think about, but our location, I think, has changed three or four times. We were getting ready to
1: leave Orlando again, which was confusing because we had already left Orlando and went back to Orlando. (laughs) So uh, We We went went back (laughs)
0: specifically to go to Typhoon Lagoon. We went
1: to Typhoon Lagoon over (laughs) at at the... Disney World and had an absolute blast Holy at the water park.
0: Molly, listen, if you ever get an opportunity to get a cabana at Typhoon Lagoon with six, seven, eight, nine of your closest friends, do it. Do it. It's so much fun. It is so awesome to have a dedicated space like that. It made the day so much easier and it sort of helps you have a place to get away from the crowds a little bit yeah
1: you get your own personal server uh-huh. you get a refillable drink mug you get a place to sit in the shade
0: God, uh, that and out great. of any
1: rain anything like that and a home base for the kids to know where to come back to uh-huh. what was great about it is we were able to just let the kids run free there mm-hmm. and not have to worry about following them around too much although we lost one we thought yeah, we thought not, we lost a kid but, we, we did. not we just really ran around looking for a kid who knew exactly where he was wouldn't wouldn't just. be yeah he went off with his <laughs> older
0: sibling and friend it wouldn't be a trip to any type of disney world location if we didn't lose a child but so we were uh,
1: we were preparing very quickly to leave uh disney world uh and orlando and we were uh traveling with some friends as we have been quite a bit throughout the south mm-hmm. here and uh and
0: we that? actually departed on Easter. Yeah, so yeah. we did a whole uh, Easter morning and uh, we were heading out on Easter and we're, we're trying to get out of Orlando. And we we have talked, I think, a little bit about what we think about Orlando traffic.
1: I don't know that we have um, because most of it began with this.
0: <laughs> maybe. Or maybe, you know what, I think I may have shared my thoughts as a story on Instagram and the response. I think there were over a Thousand responses to our dislike for Orlando. I'm sorry, Orlando, but y'all now officially hold the trophy, the 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 scepter, whatever we want to call it, as worst place to drive your RV ever. You have dethroned Dallas. It's rough. It's rough. Uh, it, it, it's it is rough. rough,
1: and uh, it, it's rough without the instance that. That and we it's had. it's but, rough
0: without the story we're about to so tell. So
1: yes. we're we leave the the campground that we were at, which was the Sherwood Forest uh, RV Park in Orlando, and we head out and get maybe thirteen miles out. Not not barely, much at all.
0: We're barely out, and the
1: traffic is is real bad. And we're following behind our friends, um, and as we're driving through downtown Orlando, a it happened so quickly. But what happened, I guess, was in the lane next to us, the lane to the left of us, somebody slammed on their brakes. And the person behind them slammed on their brakes. And the person behind them maybe wasn't paying close enough attention. And he he tried to swerve one way, then tried to swerve back the other, and it became this giant fish thing. He, he bounced off a car in the far left lane. Into our friend's RV.
0: Yeah. And he just barely... Again, because it was like watching ping pong. And he just pinged off of them. And they almost didn't know that they had been hit. Like, that's how kind of quick and sudden everything was. And I don't know how we escaped any of this. Somehow, we managed... You know, they happened to be a few cars up ahead of us which is probably why we escaped it we had gotten a little separated and um they in the end ended up having quite significant damage mm-hmm. to their rig the guy that was ping-ponging had lost the entire front end of his we, car. We were
1: we stopped with him. Yes. Uh, and got all of his information and then yeah. he had hit somebody else who was across this across the highway
0: with, with kids. With children in the car and a and big,
1: huge dent in the rear door and where I, a kid they must was have sitting. been frightened. Uh, and our
0: friends they're further up ahead because you know we're also in this strip of a highway going into downtown Orlando where the shoulder is pretty non-existent. I mean that was the struggle is then they trying to go forward because they their tire had blown and you know of course then there's all that damage from the tire blowing and then the guy hit them and he you know some sidewall damage and they're sitting up there and we're all trying to figure this out and talking to them trying you know jason's getting information from the motorist and it it just
1: and then we decide that we're gonna go we're gonna go ahead and find a place that we can once they're able done with the police that we can get them off the road maybe to a hotel even if we're not staying for the night to get a couple hours there and we end up driving our rv through downtown orlando like city streets it was it was such a nightmare
0: so at the end (laughs) of it all we went back to sherwood forest they
1: were so on an easter sunday they put us in two sites next to each other brought us back didn't charge us
0: no we well we paid for it so this is i i would like to say thank you to sherwood forest because we did book our sites um you know our friends are thousand trails members and they were able to basically extend we booked ours online quickly um got there because we and i just booked a night because we aren't weren't really sure what we were all going to do and we definitely did not want to leave our friends um alone dealing with all of this it's stressful so the next day we kind of thought look we're gonna we're gonna stay one more day and they needed to they're gonna you know get their rigs in a safe place that it could travel thankfully the damage was not so to their slide or their sidewall that they couldn't actually travel it was they're so 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 fortunate um And I was, you know, going to extend our stay that night. And I went in and I was talking to them and talking to the people at Sherwood Forest and wanting to extend and sharing with them what had happened. And the woman looked at me and she was like, you know what, don't worry about it. We're going to take care of you guys for the night. You all just figure out what you need to do. Um, And if there's anything we can do to help you, let us know. We're just so thankful that everyone is okay. And I just thought, you know, It was such a a simple gesture that actually felt so huge because, you know, we were all kind of like reeling from what had happened and all trying to figure out. We had reservations all over the place and, and, you know, um, to have someone just say, look, we got this for you guys. You don't have to worry about this. Yeah. And so, I, you know, I would like to say thank you to that campground. And, and, you know, I would encourage anyone, if you find yourself in that area, to please support them because, you know, they, they were so kind. It was
1: also just a really nice place to stay if you want to go to Disney World because yeah. it is like, I mean, it is so close.
0: Yeah, um, and and if you're d- Or even, you know, it can be a great jumping off point for universal as well too so we should remind ourselves that there's also universal (laughs) so we
1: got back on the road the next day our friends actually spent that morning uh, they had an rv tech look at their axle Mm -hmm. and make sure everything was going to be drivable they uh, they went and got four new tires put on uh, because they didn't want to be driving without a spare after they had been hit just in case there was an axle yeah. problem. They covered up anything that might leak because there was a couple of spots where their fiberglass was hit. And, uh, and we, we made got, our
0: way to Savannah. We
1: made our way to Savannah. We made our, our way to Savannah. Had to drive back through that same part of Orlando oh, again. That
0: was, I, <laughs> I will say that once... I specifically gave, uh, once we knew where we were going and we were on there, I specifically gave myself a little bit of work to do that would uh, keep me from, you know, having to look up and, and feel a little bit anxious because that traffic is, is tough and people are very aggressive. And they do not, uh, it's interesting to me in a place where there are so many RVs traveling through there, and maybe that's why the locals are just so over it, uh, they do not want anything to do with assisting you and your RV. And they, like, if you need to get over, they're, they're going to speed up and make sure that it's not going to happen on their watch. And it's, you know, it's a little stressful. Uh, but we made it to Savannah and, We had a lovely time in Savannah. We're not going to talk too much about that because we actually want to save that for a separate episode because we were there for almost a week and we were, it was our first time in Savannah and we were able to go out and do some very Savannah-like things Mm -hmm. while we were there. So we left Savannah and we did an overnight on our way to Pigeon Forge uh, at a Harvest Host location. It was a brewery, which was an excellent stop on our way to Pigeon Forge, really convenient to the highway and everything. Uh, but, but it said Big rig Friendly and uh, we definitely tested that for them <laughs> we while we were there. And if you've seen the series of reels that we've put out about it, showing how close the truck was to the big giant tree, how we really had to talk out, it just exactly how we were going to, because we had to back- we had to we had to drive in. We couldn't We'd go back in. And, yeah,
1: nose first, it, which is a little hard with the fifth wheel, then to get out when you do that.
0: Yeah, and we had to talk out how to do that. And then when we did finally uh, get out and we're going to leave, we had to navigate a big, giant billboard pole uh, and how we were able to get that out. And, you know, but don't let anyone tell you big rigs can't do it. Uh, they just have to be a little bit more creative <laughs> in how we yeah. do it. Uh, so that was an adventure. We get to Pigeon Forge. We had some more adventures. We were there for a wedding. Your baby brother was uh, getting married. It was Absolutely gorgeous. Um, uh, we're we, not going to cover
1: our time there in, no. in depth on another episode or anything because we've we've done we've we've talked about the area many times in the past. Um, we did get to go to Dollywood, though.
0: Yeah, let's. Just, I think we should talk about Dollywood for just like yes. a hot second yes. because this was so much fun. Uh, way exceeded my expectations.
1: Dollywood is just—it's a really good park because it's very clean. Yes, um, it's full of some really great roller coasters. <laughs> Um, if you like that roller we, coasters. one we snuck Abby on that she didn't want to go on.
0: I will uh, not, I, I there's, <laughs> it's not going to happen in 2022 that I forgive you, Jenny and Grant for doing that to me. This amazing roller coaster,
1: this, it was not there when we were there last time, five or six years ago, yeah. uh, called the lightning rod. We also had little kids then and couldn't really do many no. of the coasters. I think I did one on my own, but this time, uh, we were able to do some, uh, the lightning rod is this coaster that shoots up the side of the mountain. So it's a wooden coaster.
0: And it's uh, meant to be like you're in a hot rod or something, right? Like it's yes, supposed to be like you're in a, yeah. a fast car. And
1: you, uh, you, you know, they use that magnetic power to shoot you up the side of a mountain. But you can't see the full roller coaster. That's from the ground. Until you get up over this small mountain and it's real, um, then the whole world opens up to you and you see oh my gosh, what is about to happen to
0: you? Let's put this into, <laughs> let's let's set the scene, shall we? So Jason and our two friends that were here visiting with us, Jenny and Grant, who uh, I have been friends with since I was 14 years old, uh, they come into town. Jason, Jen, and Grant go to ride this roller coaster. I'm like, no, peace out. I'm actually gonna go over here and ride in these little vintage looking cars with the boys that have like the track down the center so you can't get too far off of the road. And I'm gonna let Henry drive me at like five miles an hour as many times as he wants. That was the level of thrill that I was at. Uh, So they go off, they ride. And I had already done uh, one roller coaster so far that day. I did a roller coaster with them. It's kind of the traditional wooden roller coaster right at the beginning of the morning. So I was like, look, I did a roller coaster. I'm awesome. Um, They come off this ride, like energized like teenagers it was
1: amazing it was so good
0: running up to me oh my gosh oh my gosh Abby you have to go on this ride you have to go on this ride with us oh my gosh oh my gosh we gotta go we gotta go and I'm like no 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 I'm good I'm good I'm good no 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 it's great you're gonna love it you're not gonna be scared it's so great and I'm looking to my husband my partner in life the person that I trust and I'm like should I do this yeah, are, you, yes, are you, are you, I stand by that. are you, I said, Jason, is this really a ride the, I that I, that. you know, you know, my level of motion sickness and how I feel about these things. I, it, and uh,
1: I, that was important to me. I did not think you would I, get motion sickness. And I
0: said, are you guys being honest? And I, are you being honest with me? Do you, I, because I have no
1: inversions because
0: I have been fooled by this once before. OK, my brother did this to me years ago when we went to Worlds of Fun and he took me on a ride where basically all it did was go upside down the entire time. And I thought I was going to lose everything inside my body after I got off of that. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, I hear you laughing over there. So I trust these these humans that I have been friends with for 28 years yeah. that I have been married yeah. you're, to. You're talking that this up like there's some
1: punchline that isn't it was an amazing roller coaster and we were right
0: no you weren't right and all of the questions that i asked you none of you told me the truth so we get we get it we're in line and i keep sort of like i'm just I, there's a vibe i'm feeling off of jason that i'm like something feels off and my friend grant is really insistent that he rides with me that he needs to be sitting next to me as this is happening and I'm just like, I'm looking for validation from everybody that I'm not getting like tricked here. And they're all giving it to me. We get on the ride, we sit down, we're strapped in, they're about to send us off. I look behind me over my shoulder at my husband, and he mouths the words, "I'm sorry." And I'm like, "What do you mean you're sorry?" And I look at my friend and I'm like, "What are, you, What do you mean?" And they all start snickering, they're laughing. And that thing shoots us out, which was (laughs) fine, shoots us out. But what happens is they had told me, oh, it's just a little drop, like one of those little fake drops, and then another drop. What it is, is the drop is so steep that you see nothing. You feel like your whole body is falling.
1: That it is. You feel like you are going so fast on that roller coaster, and it never lets up. I it is the greatest roller coaster I've ever been on.
0: I was so mad at all of you when but we But when we off asked
1: that. you at the end of the day what your favorite thing was, you no, said no, 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 the no, lightning no, rod. No, 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 no.
0: You didn't ask what our favorite thing was the question was what was your favorite roller your coaster favorite of ride. the day and i had only been on two
1: rides so
0: i no it and was and you had
1: been on others you no i had only been on, that, on two roller coasters mine train thing and
0: i don't really know that i would call that, yeah, that a awful. roller coaster it was awful but i just i got off of that and i was like that's it i'm done for the day at least i didn't feel like i was gonna throw up and right. the, i knew you would the, the takeoff is super thrilling and fun. Like it I like I like the idea that like let's just do this, right? Instead of being like like shoom, let's go. Everything else about it, I literally could have left it. Non
1: stop fast, mm-hmm. fast twists and turns and sideways and uh, moral, so good. Moral of the story so here.
0: Good. Don't ever, ever trust anyone. Doesn't matter if you've known them your whole life. Don't trust them when they tell you <laughs> that you're gonna be okay on a roller coaster. You were fine. Don't trust them. You did you know. get sick? I would, if that ride had lasted a little bit longer, because <laughs> I remember the guy being like, we'll see you in I don't know, what, 90 seconds. No, that was the other one. Uh, I don't even remember. I just know that if that ride had been just a hair longer, if there had been one more drop, I would have thrown up all over Grant, probably. <laughs> right. So anyway, that was our time at Pigeon Forge. Um, I guess... We could talk about the lawnmower. Just wait till we get to my.
1: Well, yes. Yeah. So then we we tank. we made our our way uh, here to where we are now. But yeah. uh, in between here and, and there, there, we spent a week in several Charlotte. days in Charlotte and had some cool things and some bad things.
0: Yeah, the Charlotte um, is by the time we you know when we left Pigeon Forge. Jason wasn't feeling well. Like if you, the news video and the great smoky mountains video that we put out, he was starting to decline by the time when we left on uh, that Monday to go from pigeon forge to Charlotte, I kept saying to him, do you need me to extend a day? You don't look like you're feeling good. Should I extend a day? He's like, no, 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 let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's Let's go. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. And I'm like, okay. Okay. By the time we got here to Charlotte, that man had enough energy in him because he had worked so hard to safely get us there. He had enough energy in him to back that RV up into its space for me to open the bedroom slide and for him to go climb into bed. Because by that time he was running 102.6 fever. And that was how the whole rest of the week went for him.
1: But we had a fun incident when we were uh, that we found out about when we were packing up on our way to head out of Pigeon Forge and on the way... There and uh, we're going to talk about all that in our fresh tank. (laughs) fresh tank, tank,
0: black tank. So let's do that right now, and we'll be back shortly to talk about the rest of our adventures. Be right back.
1: Electrical surge protection is one of the cheapest insurance policies you can provide for your RV and the Power Watchdog Smart Surge Protector made by Hughes Autoformers beats the competition with field replaceable surge modules. With other brands, when the surge protector takes a large surge or a spike, you have to throw it away. The Power Watchdog can be brought back to life with one small affordable part you can replace yourself. They'll even give you a free surge module in the first two years and now have a limited lifetime warranty. Use the coupon code RVMILES, all one word, for 10% off your order at HughesAutoFormers.com. That's code RVMILES for 10% off at HughesAutoFormers.com.
0: It is time to check the level of our tanks. We are going to start with you, Jason. Jason, what is in your black tank this week?
1: My black tank is the fact that I, you know, got... Bacterial pneumonia, shocking. That that's been its own thing for the past week and a half or so now, and uh, I want to thank the the fantastic people at the whatever medical center I was at in Charlotte. I don't remember what it's called, but it was nice. (laughs) They're good people, and they uh, they. I
0: don't remember what hospital we went to. (laughs) They dealt with it expediently.
1: Yeah, Um, they were (laughs) they were great people, and uh, uh, I'm I'm feeling much much better now. And, uh, and hopefully continue to do so, but uh, that's, uh, you know, that's never fun.
0: No, but if I can say that the silver lining and the, the black tank of all of that was that for the first several days until under medical advice, it was time now for us to take you to the hospital because your fever had gone on long enough. For the first several days, we didn't know if it was bacterial or viral. And so we were having to keep you quarantined. Yeah, uh,
1: we assumed it was COVID. and I, We did. You know, or that it could be. And... Or the flu
0: or something yeah. along that. But what was tough was you were not presenting any symptoms. He, up until the day, uh, he dropped into bed on a Monday. We took him to the hospital on a Thursday. Up until we took him to the hospital on a Thursday, he showed no other symptoms outside of aches and a fever. So... Everyone I talked to, any sort of research I was doing about any kind of uh, illness, pneumonia was not ever once popping up because he had not begun to present the the most significant and obviously the pneumonia. Um, but th- that was the problem with a COVID diagnosis that was the problem with anything i and i was struggling to find a test anywhere you know so that we could kind of find out what was going on so well, I
1: eventually did take a COVID test and it came we back all did negative. we we
0: all did the kids uh, loved it uh but we, we but
1: i was quarantining back in our bedroom yeah. the whole time basically
0: so it was you know three and a half almost four days that we didn't see him uh but as much as i really hated hearing that you had this bacterial thing again now settling into your lungs at least we knew that the rest of the family, um, we weren't on, like, illness watch yeah. now. Okay, we knew now we're going to get these antibiotics. Yeah. We know what they're going to do, and we know what we need to do for you. And so there was this level of relief that went with that. So, um, And you're on the men, so thank goodness for medication. Uh, what is in your fresh tank this week? So
1: tank? while I'm, you know, having these crazy fever roller coasters Ugh, So I, tough. <laughs> I'm trying for the first couple of days I couldn't watch TV basically I it was just an even annoying to look at a TV and then then I started watching a bunch of TV and uh, I <laughs> one of the first things I watched was The Godfather and I
0: came in the bedroom and I was like, he's watching the godfather. This is such a
1: mistake because then I started having these fever dreams of like you know, there's a scene where the guy is like rehearsing what he's gonna say to the godfather and he's really nervous about what he's gonna say to the godfather I've at the never wedding. Seen it. Oh my gosh. Anyway, <laughs> Sorry, so there's there's it. a scene where the guy's rehearsing what he's gonna say to Brando and he's so nervous about it and so then I had these fever dreams of like rehearsing what I'm gonna say to the godfather.
0: Do you and they call were so, any the, <laughs> of the lines, you, it was you the like same thing, it was,
1: it was what he was saying, it oh, was the same thing were... over, and it was over and over and over again all night long that night. Uh, but the reason I wanted to watch The Godfather is I wanted to watch this new series that's streaming on Paramount Plus that is the making of The Godfather, which is so. Good. I'm four episodes in. They're releasing it one week at a time. So that's as far as I can be at the, at this point, but it is, it is sort of like a mini series, right? Mm -hmm. About the making of the Godfather. And it is, uh, Every bit as dramatic as the Godfather itself is. Like, so uh, can
0: I just watch that and then I don't ever have to watch the Godfather movies? Is no, does not work that
1: way. It Doesn't work like that. It's you know, it's like the casting of of Brando and Pacino, and it's the the mob not wanting the film to be made, Sinatra not wanting to mil- the film film to be made, Paramount was about to go under, and they needed a hit, and uh, all these things conspired. And it barely got made. And it, it's really cool to see it how the true story of how it happened. And uh, the cast of this show is phenomenal. The cast yes. is a whole bunch of...
0: Sorry, there's a bumblebee, like, aggressively...
1: They don't even have a stinger. They're fine.
0: What is it with flying things while we're trying to record?
1: She's <laughs> just a cute little bee. Ah. Uh, anyway i have
0: seen transformers
1: check out the offer on paramount plus uh it's also you can paramount does this thing because not enough people have paramount plus where you can also get <laughs> paramount plus stuff on amazon I, so i was
0: about to ask you i was like we have paramount plus
1: <laughs> apparently but here's the here's the other thing though this is something this goes back to the black tank i'm 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 reverse engineering a black tank here. Okay. Out of this, however, is apparently we are paying for Paramount Plus. Uh, I don't know who signed up for that. It wasn't me. You're the one that signs up for all the streaming services. Uh, <laughs> oh but wow! We, but we're paying for Paramount Plus. But I'm also watching ads while watching The Offer uh, on Paramount Plus.
0: Maybe it's like just a free version. It's not. I think I need to look into that. I think we're done with Paramount Plus. I don't when even know this why. When the
1: series I, is I, over, we're done with Paramount Plus. I,
0: no. Can't anyway. you just watch it on Amazon? What
1: is in your black tank this week?
0: Uh so my black tank, we're gonna we're gonna go back in time and we're gonna go back to Pigeon Forge. We're gonna go back to that KOA for a second. Um because uh the day that we were leaving on Monday, we are packing up outside and Jason comes to the door. I can't it's like I know the minute he comes to the door. I've seen the look on that face a lot over six years, and he says, somebody hit us and I'm thinking somebody hit the truck because this, the sites are small and the truck was, you know, as close as we could get it to into our site, but it was still pretty close to the road. And I'm thinking somebody hit the truck. I'm like, what do you mean? Okay. You know, I follow him outside. He takes me around to the driver's side of the fifth wheel to the living room side on the driver's side. And the bottom piece of trim has a very, 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 Deep dent.
1: It was just mangled,
0: like just something heavy and uh, moving at a rapid speed slammed into it,
1: and it, it, to the point where we wouldn't be able to close the slide. No,
0: and this is a this is a very small section of our campsite between us because it's the driver's side where all the hookups are, and our we had neighbors, so there's no way. That you know, a, a car did this. There's
1: it's too high,
0: too high, right? Like we're standing yeah. there, and it dawns on me, like light bulb, bing, and I went. That was a, it's the lawnmower. It's the lawn. They were mowing on Monday. We arrived on a Monday. That next day, we were at the campsite, and they were doing lawn care all over the place. I said, "It's they hit. It's the lawnmower. La- a lawnmower hit us. I, I I'm positive." So I don't know
1: why you're saying all this because when I came to the front door I was like Abby, a lawnmower hit us.
0: No, you were not. <laughs> I can just do. You were that is not at all what you said. You literally just said somebody hit us.
1: Anyway, it the the lawnmower they I love Abby, how all of a sudden
0: you're like the Sherlock Holmes and I'm your doctor. Abby ad,
1: Abby had them bring the lawnmower over mm-hmm. um so we could take pictures. Well, yeah, because of it. we called
0: and, and they I said can you we called up to the front Mm -hmm. and I said, could we please get um, a manager? Could a manager please come down? Um, Because we believe that uh, one of your lawnmowers hit our fifth wheel. And so a a gentleman did come down and he, he was very nice and he was looking at it and he kind of, you know, sort of kind of was confirming that that's what he thought it was. But at the same time, you know, nobody really wants to take responsibility and um, they were going to fill out an accident report. And I said, I I I very, I advocated very hard that you need to bring this lawnmower down here, and I want it put up against the fifth wheel. And I would say if you ever find yourself in a campsite and something like that happens where you think that there was a piece of machinery that the campground was using that would damage your rig, do not just take their word for it. Have them bring it down there so that you can have pictures and video for your records, for your insurance. And sure enough, he brings first off. It's a giant riding lawnmower. Why on right, earth? For these
1: tiny little sites.
0: Why on earth are they putting this lawnmower between the between sites? Okay, and it has a giant bar. Like that a, goes, a
1: roll bar. So if it a were to roll over, right. the driver would be protected.
0: That's how big it is, yeah. and that roll bar is what smashed into our fifth wheel. And they
1: probably didn't even notice it happening because no. it, was, you know, it's so loud and all that sort of stuff. But
0: why on earth Pigeon Forge KOA? First off, th- most of these sites are dirt anyway. Why are you using this giant lawn? This is going to cost you now because now there is an ins- there's a claim out there. We have to have an adjuster come.
1: We, as a matter of fact, I just got off the yes. phone with the with their insurance company. They are Koa is taking care of it. Um,
0: and they are. And once he once that got brought over, that's when they could no longer be like, oh, okay. It was yes, hundred percent. Because I we backed that lawnmower right up to where the dent was, and that roll bar fits. Perfect. Yeah, and it was like okay, but it you know, we had to then we had to take a, a wrench, and we had to really try to straighten out that trim as much as we could because we couldn't get our slide closed. We couldn't, and poor Jason is sick, you know, getting sicker and sicker, and we didn't realize. But like I, you know, it just ugh, I'm just black tanking it because it still blows my mind that they're using that lawnmower on those sites. And I remember thinking that earlier, like earlier that week when I saw it out and about, I was like, why are they using it? That lawnmower is huge. What are they doing? Well, they proved me. They, Hi. Anyway.
1: What's in your fresh tank this
0: week? So my fresh tank is, again, one of the cool reasons why we were in Charlotte. is This was a trip to make good on a birthday gift that we had bought for Jack uh, last year, actually. And that was to take him to see the band AJR at the PNC Pavilion there in Charlotte. We bought these tickets for him last year, knowing that we would be in the area because of the wedding. And so he and I, on Mother's Day... Went to see AJR in concert, and it was one of the best concerts I've ever been with. Jack didn't know what to do with me, like, (laughs) because we both, like, he and I both genuinely love, like, AJR. Our whole family does. We're, We're huge fans of this band. And so, as much as this was a gift for him, he and I, the whole week, we were so excited. And that, they just, they start playing. I I can't, I can't describe it. It was like, I haven't been to a live show. And I used to go to live shows all the time, especially in my 20s. And before I had kids, I hadn't been to a live show in so long. And there is an energy in a live show that especially when it's a band that you just love so much and they start playing those songs that you have sung a thousand times. You can't not just be so happy and joyful and singing at the top of your lungs and dancing around with everybody around you and up on your feet and it was oh my gosh we had so much fun but I remember he looked at me at one point and he was like um, where's Abigail and what have you done with her <laughs> 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 And I said, "This is your mom at a concert, dude." I was like, "This is the best."
1: Happy birthday! <laughs>
0: <laughs> it also happened
1: to be Mother's Day too. So
0: yeah, but I, you know, if you get a chance um, to go and see this band or you've not checked out their music, I highly encourage you. And another thing I really loved about this too was that um, there was there was a a woman who was clearly in her 80s there there were several the the generations that were at this show that there was 8,000 people uh there were babies and ergos there were older generations uh in wheelchairs there were young people there were parents there there everyone was there it was it was great it was so much fun
1: all right well on that note i think that's it for this week's episode
0: Yes, it is. Thank you so much. Um, and before we go off, we're not going to you know, do our, our normal sort of head over to Amazon or the five-star review because what we want to say at the end of this show is thank you. Thank you to all of you who uh, left messages, who have been so supportive over these few weeks. Um, you know, We had scheduled to take that week off in Pigeon Forge. That was scheduled for the podcast. What followed was not. And so, so many of you have just really sent such good energy out to the world for Jason and, and really given us the space we needed for him to heal. But I would also like to say thank you to those who sponsor this show as well and for your support as we needed to step back and your understanding in that. And you know, we're so thankful to work with you as well to produce this show every single week. So thank you, everyone. We look forward to coming back and being on a more regular schedule, but until then, please stay healthy, please stay well, and keep logging those RV miles.
1: Bye, everybody.